Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. 
Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. This episode of Earn Your Leisure is brought to you by First Republic Bank. The world is changing and your needs are evolving as your focus turns to what matters most to you and your community. First Republic remains committed to offering personalized financial solutions that fit your daily needs. From day one, you'll be connected with a dedicated banker who will serve as your primary point of contact throughout your relationship with the bank. They'll be there to listen to you, understand your values, and meet you on your financial journey. Your banker can offer solutions that support your goals at any stage, from setting up a personal checking account, to refinancing household debt, to buying a first home. As your needs evolve, you can call or email your banker at any time for support you need. Because First Republic believes that what matters to you matters most. Learn more at firstrepublic.com. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. What's up, y'all? It's the fourth quarter. It's a new month. And what better way to start it than to come and join us at EYL University? Yes, the fourth quarter is where star players make a name for themselves. So come and join the number one roster. EYL University is the biggest platform for business in the universe. We have over 70 past classes, weekly classes. We have a private investment group on Facebook, which gives you access to our movie club, our book club. We also have bi-weekly real estate calls with MG, the mortgage guy, and monthly financial advising calls with none other than yours truly. (laughs) So head over to EYLUniversity.com right now and enter promo code EYL for 40% off of our annual membership. That's right. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over. We'll see you on the other side. Let's do it. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. You're an entrepreneur. You do a lot of different things. But one of the things that you do is you're an author. Yes. And you wrote seven books? Seven books. Yeah. All right. So can we talk about that? We haven't covered the book industry yet. So, um... What is the process of writing a book? Like, as far as from the, like, do you, like, yeah, can you just walk me through that? Do you have yeah. a, a ghostwriter? Do you, yeah. Yeah, you actually sit down with, with a yeah. So, yeah. so, so I'm going to tell you. So, so, when I wrote my first book 10 years ago, uh, it took me about eight, maybe eight, nine months to put the book out. Because uh, I literally, I had a Blackberry at the time. I literally would like sit in my car and like write the book on my Blackberry. Now, fast forward, I could, I could dump out a book in two months, maybe less than that. Um, because technology is the great equalizer for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, um, the way that you write a book is, and this is what I would suggest to anybody, is to start with the end in mind. So so before you even write a first chapter or anything, understand what is it that you want people to get out of this book. And now I need you to say, this is the end. This is what I want people to get. And then now work your way backwards, right? So 
if I want people to get the financial lessons that Jay-Z taught in 444, that's the main thing. So when people are finished, they're going to understand how to build generational wealth. And so how do I do that? So now I go backwards and I outline. I say, all right, so I'm going to go from, from self-sufficiency to cooperative economics to generational wealth, right? And I'm going to break down each of those into chapters. Now that I've broken that down into chapters, I'm going to go to each chapter and I'm going to bullet point everything and say, these are the main things I want to talk about in each different chapter and literally dictate the rest. Now, you, you didn't, did you go to formal school for that? You studied literature? Nah. Or this is just all given? All, all self-taught. So, so, he, so here's what I realized, and this is a, a great message as to... Um, you don't necessarily have to listen to people because they've done it or because they have a master's or whatever the case may be. Do what works for your audience, right? Mm -hmm. And what I realized was when I wrote my first book and then I started, then, you know, that one did pretty well. And then I wrote my second book, uh, which is What the FICO, 12 Steps to Repairing Your Credit. I realized that people liked that book because I wrote the way I talked. Mm -hmm. And the pe my audience didn't care about syntax. They didn't care about you know, you know, uh, and I don't want to say proper because at the end of the day, my goal was to get the message out to the people that I needed to get the message. And so what I, what I decided to do was like, you know what, if people are, are resonated with my writing because they like it, you know, I write the way I talk, then that's why I started to dictate books. After I dictate the book, I then I do send it to an editor, right? Because I'm, you know. So I, with dictate, what is that? What, what's that mean? So like literally, I, I pull my iPhone out. And just record. I got a yeah, I got a MV88, and I literally. So now I got this outline, right? I have this outline. I know each of the chapters. So chapter one, you know, uh, you know, don't spend money on a V12 engine, and so <laughs> now, right? And so now I'm literally uh, uh, speaking into my phone as if I was teaching it, right? Yeah. And so as a public speaker. You know, if you tell me right now I need you to talk about a topic, I could get on my feet and talk about the topic. And so literally, I, I would just talk into the microphone and dictate what, you know, what I want people to, to learn from that chapter. Yeah. The great thing about technology is because you have, um, you know, you have, uh, um, uh, not apps, but you have services like Fiverr, right? You go to Fiverr and get somebody to translate, right, to, to transcribe what you just said into the written form. Ah. And so now you go to Fiverr, they transcribe it for you. Now you have a whole 10 pages that you just dictated in 20 minutes. Literally, in wow. 20 minutes. What's you the got cost? What's the cost for that? Maybe a hundred dollars, maybe two hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it depends on how you know how much time, right? Yeah, and yeah. so you know, you get them to 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 tr you know to to transcribe it for you, and then that 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 way now you have this book uh, written all raw form of how you talk. Yeah. You go through it first, though. Right. You go through it. You make sure it reads right. You you know, you may have to do some research. Like so for, for me, I had to research certain stories. Right. So if I'm talking about, you know, owning your rights and and Prince, I had to learn. I had to, I had to talk about Prince's story. And, you know, he didn't have a will. And, you know, what what he wanted to do with his things. And I need to add those things. So those pieces you add later, like the research and all that stuff you add later. But the main topic, your knowledge, what you want people to learn, you dictate that you go through the book. And literally, I think you could you could you could write and and publish a book, two to three months tops. And that's been the process from the first second book on, or no? So I, so I started this process. Um, so I, so I'm at I'm at seven books. Uh, book four to seven, I've dictated. So all right, so that's how you actually write the book. Yeah. Now the next step of actually publishing a book, mm -hmm. getting it out there. 
How, what's that? Yeah, so publishing the book is literally going through Amazon, right? And so, um, you know, Amazon used to have a company called Create Space, but they all kind of merged it now uh, into their their Kindle. Uh, Kindle. So if you go to Amazon.kdp.com, so it's like Kindle Direct Publishing is the name of the the, the company. Um, literally. Uh, you would go, so I use Fiverr again, right? Mm -hmm. So I get a book cover done. So can, my, can, can you explain what Fiverr is? I just heard that company, but can you explain that? Oh, uh, yeah. So Fiverr is a marketplace for uh, any service that you need, graphic designers, uh, anything you need. Even, like freelance Yeah, people. freelance people, right? And so um, the great thing about Fiverr is that Fiverr um, has freelancers from all over the world. Um, and so in someone in Indonesia who is a graphic designer is not going to charge you $1,000 for a book cover. Mm -hmm. They're literally going to charge you $10 to $15 or $20 or $30, something that we look at, oh, this is nothing. But for them, lot, you know, their cost of, of living is so low. So that's a lot of money for them, yeah. right? Um, and so I use uh, Fiverr to create, to, you know, I use a graphic designer on Fiverr. I literally never paid more than $50 for a book cover after I use Fiverr. And my book covers, if you if you go to Amazon right now, you look at all of my book covers, they all look professional. They're all done you know, with top quality, but I'm paying $50 for that. Yeah. Um, you also can go to Fiverr, right? So once you um, are, you finish writing the book, you get somebody to edit the book for you, uh, there's a layout design, right? So when you look at the book, the book has to be laid out somehow. I use Fiverr for that as well. I go to Fiverr, Wait, hold on. Let me stop giving them plugs. Yeah. We, but we not, not cut, cut, yeah. cut the check. Cut the check. Cut the check. Fiber. Cut the check. So you can go to any. <laughs> but 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 you know, like you, you could you could literally um, you know get somebody to to design the inside of the book for you as well, yeah. um, and that's how you get the professional look, right? And so once you have your cover your cover file, you have your your inside file. Uh, you then upload that to Kindle Direct Publishing. Um, and there's a couple of things that, that, that happens with that, right? Number one, once you upload it, you write, you know, you, you put your title in, you put the subtitle, you put your name, your bio, you put all that stuff in, and that's how it's going to be populated into Amazon.com and ready for sale. All right, guys. So a lot of people ask us, how do they make a podcast? So I'm going to let you know on a secret. On the easiest, most productive way to start a podcast and get it up and running, and that is the app called Anchor. It's free. They have all kind of cool creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They will distribute your podcast for you to all of the major outlets, including Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple, easy place. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's do it. Um, the only sort of caveat to that is that... Uh, Kindle Direct Publishing will give you an ISBN number, right? And so your ISBN number is your is the the book where people search the book. It's your barcode. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you go through Amazon to get an ISBN number, uh, when you go to Amazon, it's going to show uh, Amazon. It's going to say you independently published this book, right? Or you can buy your own 
ISBN number, uh, which is if you go to Bowker's, so Bowker's uh, is the company that offers ISBN numbers, and that's what identifies your book. If you go to uh, Bowker's, and, and I think the website is myidentifiers.com, you can actually buy your own ISBN number. Why is that important, right? It's important because for me, as a speaker, as somebody who, you know, my, my books are are how I teach the people, but it also is a, a, a way, uh, like a resume that lets me in so people could book me for speaking engagements. People book me for media, you know, media opportunities, things of that nature, which give me more visibility to sell more books. For some reason, there's still this negative taboo on self-published authors. And so if I use Amazon to, to, to give me my ISBN number, it's going to show that I'm independently published and people are not going to take me as serious. Serious. So what I do is I go to Bowker's and I buy my own ISBN number under my own company called One Brick Publishing. Mm. Right. So all of my books have been uh, distributed under One Brick Publishing. The reason why it's One Brick Publishing and it's not Ash Cash Publishing is because I want you to I don't want you to be like, oh, Ash Cash the same guy. It's, He's it's doing another guy. one. Right. So, right? It always looks better if it's a bigger entity. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. now people are like, yo, like I literally get people to hit me like, yo, can you connect me with One Brick Publishing? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right? Because it sounds dope. And honestly, yeah. you know, his, uh, One, one Brick own. Publishing is because back in the days, I used to move those bricks. Like, oh, <laughs> one Brick Publishing was, a, was one, one brick at a time. One Brick at a time. So that, that's where, that, that's where, that's where it, I, I got it from, actually. I was watching a Will Smith story and Will Smith was giving his example about how him and his brother got, you know, his pops tore down his wall and told him to rebuild the wall. And they were looking like, yo, how I'm going to rebuild the wall? They said, yo, build it one brick at a time. And if yeah. you make sure that this is the best brick possible, then you'll have a good wall. So I was like, oh, that's a dope story. Then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a publishing company yeah. one brick at a time. And so now when you look at my books, they're all published by one brick. Um, and the reason why that's important, because now when people are looking for somebody, they're looking for experts, they're looking for people, uh, they're going to see everything. Everything, you know, everything's professional. You're, it, it, it gives this, you know, illusion um, that you're signed to a publishing yeah. house, um, and and people will take you more serious from that. Now that's dope. That's I, well, before I just want to, um, yo, earn your leisure, man. We give out a lot of <laughs> nah, free game, <laughs> man. Like, yo, honestly, we might have to start charging for I'm this. Like, this myself, is, man, nah, like, it's a little, this is a little this different, is man. Crazy. It's, nah, it's getting crazy. It's getting I, crazy. So you have you haven't done an audio book yet, right? So Absolutely. I'm, oh, you haven't. I, yo, I so is it, books. So is it the same process? Like, so if I you do it through, I'm not gonna say the company's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You send it to an editor. Yeah. Now they tell you what you need to say, and you do it through the audio. No. Nah, so 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 when I do the audios, um, and that was a that was another thing, right? So I was like, so I make a, I make a living off of books, so you know what I'm saying? Right. And what I realized was. That, you know, and, and it happened and, and I went backwards because when I put out the J book, the 444 book, yo, I had Uber drivers. Like, yo, bro, I need this book, but I'm in my Uber all day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, and so a... I kept forgetting about a market of people who either drive, who that's don't like, have time. That's like me. That's yeah, like yeah, me. Right. Yeah, they cannot you. pick up a physical book. Yeah. Um, and so literally, like. Fast shout the garage band. Like I literally recorded my audio books. Uh, shout out to Garage Band. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, like recorded my books on Garage Band. Um, once the you know, I, I, and I like I read the book. So I'm literally like reading the book. Once it's done, 
Um, even if I mess up or whatever the case may be to get get everything right, I send it to somebody on on that company again. Yeah. Um, and you can look for you know you know audio edits or whatever the case may be. Uh, they edit it. They they even take out the dead air. So like like sometimes if if, if it doesn't yeah. sound right yeah. and there's dead air, they take they like they edit it, compress it. Um, I mean you you know you listen to it. All um, freelance, right? Yeah, all freelance. Oh, yeah, all these people are freelance. Okay. Um, and then there's a company called ACX. It's all owned by Amazon. Amazon run things. So <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they run things. So ACX, right? A A C X dot com. Uh, if you go to them now, you upload your file, you put the title and all that stuff, um, and then they distribute the book to Audible.com and iTunes. And so now, if you look look for my book on audio, you'll see it on Audible, you'll see it on iTunes, and that's how, how I do audio books. They do it for free? Uh, yeah. So, so, the, so the thing about um, Amazon and ACX and all these people, it's print on demand, right? Um, which means that it's all consignment. So it's not like you don't have to pay anything. They just take a percentage of what's being sold. Mm. Right? I, I was going to ask you that because somebody else um, shot my man, um, IMPOP, Steve Pop, Lewis what up? Jr. Yeah, yeah he, he wrote a book. And That's I, my guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spoke to him and he was saying that, um, like you said, because I was asking him like, what if you have like a thousand books yeah. and they're not selling? He was like, well, they only print the books right. as you want it. Right. Or if you go into a show, you can have like a hundred books, but until then it's ordered. And then when they actually order it, then they'll print it. Can you explain right. that process? Yeah. So it's, so it's the dopest thing. And that's why I think, and there's, it's two different business models, right? I'm not of the thinking that one is better than the other. Do what works for you, right? Because we all know uh, Eric Thomas, the, the, the hip-hop preacher. When, when he came out with his book, he did not put it on Amazon, right? He sold them straight out his garage. He mm. did all of that, right? And, you know, obviously you keep the lion's share. But if, if, if you have the capital up front to do that, to buy the books and do all that stuff, then that's fine. Or if you have the... Um, you know, if, if people are, are reaching out to you, right, you have the demand, then that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's just starting out, I literally, right, like I can literally put out a book for less than $500, right? Because all I'm telling you is that all I need is the person to do the cover for me. I need an editor and I need somebody to do the design for me. And then now I have the book out. What happens is I set the price, right? So let's say I want I want to charge, you know, I'm going to charge $14.99 for my books. I put it out on Amazon for $14.99. And so, so, so I don't have to pay anything at all. Every time somebody orders a book, Amazon, uh, they take care of the printing. And so they minus the printing cost. And so, you know, a book like this, you know, it's probably, probably cost you about $2.50 to print. And so they take out that $2.50 from that $14.99. Mm -hmm. And then just to have uh, put it on their platform, they might take 20 to 40% of that. Okay. And then you get the difference. And so that's how it works where you can sell a thousand books, but you don't ever have to worry about yeah. keeping, you know, you know, uh, inventory in your trunk or anything like that. I mean, for me as a speaker, and that's the great thing about it, too, is that, you know, when I when, when people buy books on Amazon, I, I get a I get a check from them each month. Right. At the end of the month. But, but when I do speaking engagements, I'm not you know, I'm I'm ordering my books from them. And think about it. If I print out this book and it costs me $2.50, I'm selling it to you hand-in-hand hand $10. Mm -hmm. So I'm still making $7.50, and I had to put up no, you know, yeah. like I had to put up the $2.50 up front to get it, but I already know, oh, I'm about to go to the speaking engagement, or, you know, I'm about to speak at this school, and the school wants X amount of copies. And so 
it's really a low overhead way to make money um, by not having to keep that keep a lot of a lot of the, the revenue or, or inventory in, in your trunk, you know, in your garage. Because I remember my first book, I, like those books were collecting dust. I was like hype, you know. I put the money out up front. Yeah, I'm like, Yo, let me get a thousand copies. I'm thinking that they're gonna sell out, yeah. and I'm just sitting there looking at these like blowing dust off of them. You know what I'm saying? We got, we got. I mean, it's pretty similar to us. Like a lot of times, we go places and people ask us, like, "Yo, what, can I get a shirt? Can yeah. I get a shirt?" And yeah. we're like. Well, we really don't carry the shirts, right? right? They, we, we got a, a company that you order them online. Like right. You go to our website, you can get them. Right. We don't walk around with inventory, right? Because right. like, who wants to be stuck with exactly. 500 shirts exactly. and 10 sales? Right. You know and pu- exactly. Putting out that upfront capital right. and then having to wait or hustle your way to yeah. get rid of that inventory opposed to just saying, you know what? If the demand is there, let me put it out there. Exactly. And if the, if the demand is there, it's a win-win for everybody. And that's why I like that, that business model. Yeah, that's dope. And all right, so for independent authors, um, how does that work as far as different? Like, if you sign to a major publication, like um, Simon Schuster, I think yeah, that, that that's top, right. like, yep, yep. it's like I think Charlemagne, because he actually Charlemagne, he spoke about that where he he signed to Solomon Schuster, and um, he did the book Black Privilege. Then mm. I think he did another book, um, oh, Shipwons, yeah, yeah. And he was saying he was like, you know what. I should have just did this myself independently. Yo, he would have killed it. He did it so, like, what's the di- like? Is it like a record deal? Like, they take exactly. A- it's exactly like. Oh, is it? It's exactly like a record deal. So, so pretty much, <laughs> it's exactly like a record deal. Pretty much, Simon Schuster says, "Oh, you hot right now? I, right, I'm gonna put out this book, and I'm gonna give you points off the book." Right, and so if I sell the book for ten dollars, I'll give you a dot. Like, and their numbers are like it's so archaic. Like, their numbers are probably still that. Right, yeah. if they sell a book for ten dollars, you probably still only get one dollar off of every book you sell. Right, and he has two number one bestsellers. Exactly, and so what happens is, you know, they 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 definitely gave him an advance because of who he, who he is. is. Right, right, right. Right, so so what happens is they, but they give him this advance. They say, here's this money up front. And then whatever we sell, you get, you know, like we deduct that from the advance and you'll you'll get royalties forever, right? You'll get a dollar off of every book you sell forever. Mm-hmm. But who gets that nine dollars? Right? It's Simon and Schuster. Right. Um he's a big enough name that if he self-published the book himself, he would have kept the lion's share of that. And that's why I love being a self-published author, right? Because that's exactly that. When I first wrote my book, I knew that I had direct access to my consumer through Twitter and then Instagram came and then Facebook to the point, and I'm not even done yet. Like I haven't even hit the height of where I know I'll be, but imagine that, right? The, the moment where millions of people know that Ash Cash teaches financial education and people say, wow, he got these books. I want to learn about credit. Where can I go? I want to learn about this. And they go and get all these books. I eat off that forever. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? They go it's, back to it. But the intellectual property, like you said, too, off camera is like, that's something that stays in that's a catalog, like music. Absolutely. So we talk about like even when Nipsey, a lot of people just got up on Nipsey last year with his last album, but he had a body of work mixtapes before that. Yep. So when they heard Victory Lap, they were so impressed with it. And it's like, okay, let me go back to Bullets Ain't Got No Names on it and all the other yeah. stuff that he did early on. Yeah. But you already have that music. Even Chris Gotti said that on our interview with him when he was like, once the music is dead, it should be there forever. Because right. DMX is still going to make money if somebody buys It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Exactly. Yeah, Even exactly. though it came out 15 years exactly. ago. It's like, exactly. it's like they had uh, Wall Street Journal actually published this article on Slick Rick mm-hmm. and how Lottie Dottie is the most sampled song in the history of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And he still makes money over yep. it. But not as much as he could have. Right, right. But he still is. You know what Yo, I'm saying? Yo, think about this. And I think, I, I want to say I wrote it in, in, in the 444 book. I talk about Whitney Houston, right? When Bodyguard came out. Uh, I will always love you. Her biggest record ever. Right. Dolly Parton wrote it. Yeah. 
She made the least amount of money from it. Whitney Houston made the least amount of money from it. Dolly Parton, it's a sample or she wrote it's she her wrote song. This, it's her, her song. song. It's her song. It's, I, I think she actually performed it before yeah. too. It's a remake. A of remake it. of the song, right. right. And and so she so so you know, now Whitney Houston, you know, crossed over. She has this movie with Kevin Costner yeah. and all these people are like, oh my God, I will always love you. I think <laughs> I think it sold 42 million. Yeah. yeah. The crazy number. And she had, I mean, thankfully for her, she had like Three other number ones off that right, soundtrack, sure, but sure. the biggest one was I will always love you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and so the point is, as as the honorable Sean Carter says, <laughs> until you own your own, known. right? <laughs> until you own your own, you can't be free. Can't it's be about free. it's yeah. about ownership. Yeah. And you know, again, you have to believe in yourself, right? And a lot of times, people are gonna say, "Yo, you know what? I'm gonna take." It. I mean, it, you know, sometimes people will sell their intellectual property because they want a foot in the door, they want to do certain things. But if you believe that your information is is gold, if you believe, or if somebody else believes and they're willing to pay you for it, sometimes waiting it out, right? Like Master P said, Master P was like, "Yo, they when once they offered me a million dollars, I realized I knew I knew I was worth more. <laughs> I was worth more. You know what I'm saying? And so because of that, he held out, and that's why he made so much money. And so we have to be in of that mindset and that's what you know I like to teach and that's what we're teaching is ownership is key because that that is that is your you know that's your income that's your legacy that's what you could pass down you can't pass all right all right great if you get this royalty from another company they're like they they were not they they did not write the book they did not they did not write the verse why are they getting the most of it why 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 am I signed to you right yes if you have the distribution channel then we should partner. We should make money together. Mm-hmm. But, why, but why am I only getting 10%? And, and yeah, you got costs associated with it, but you're still making more than me. And it's my name, my likeness, my information, my music, my whatever. And now you're, you're able to profit the most of it. It doesn't make sense. Gems. A lot of gems. A lot of gems right there. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> A mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.